Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Tuesday, April 20th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on infrastructure. Where are these two sides really at? Number two, disgraced journalist Mark Halperin has been hired by the group No Labels. And number three, Will Maxine Waters, the Democrat from California, be censured? All right, Jake, let's talk about the big story in Punchbowl News AM this morning. We've got the latest on infrastructure. There's a lot of talk happening, but I think both of us agree that it's mostly just talk. It's not as if there's a huge amount of movement happening here. Yeah, that's right. Um, So it looks like this is kind of the battle for who's more reasonable. Um, You know, Republicans trying to make it seem like they want a deal and they're willing to get to the table. Democrats also. And I mean, we could keep this pretty short, Anna. I I just think that... um, uh, I, I do think that the 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 disagreements far outnumber the agreements. I mean, I just think that's that's unfortunately the reality for two sides. It's not as if the the disagreements are on the margins. Like Democrats don't believe uh, the Democrats believe that, that this should be paid for by tax increases. You might like that. You might not. If you're a Republican, you probably don't like it. I, and I'm I'm sorry about that. And Democrats are in charge. <laughs> and Democrats believe. Uh, and Republicans believe rather that that user fees should pay for them. Mitt Romney makes the point that uh, if we're going to pay for airport improvements, then airport users, people who fly, should pay for them. They should be assessed that cost. So those are two diametrically different opinions. It's like we agree that we need to buy a house, but you know I want to buy a sixty million dollar house, and you want to buy a two hundred thousand dollar house. I like I that. Mean, a sixty million dollar house, man. Yeah, Ooh, I know. Well, thinking big this morning. Well, I am <laughs> thinking. I am. I am hoping big, Anna, for us. Um, but you know what I mean. Like it's just the two sides are not anywhere close to each other. I think the other thing that is also just a dynamic to underscore and make sure is on everyone's radar here is this. Yes, there's kind of this back and forth. You see Joe Biden inviting Republicans. He's inviting Democrats. To your point, a lot of it is the show. If I think as we said yesterday, if they weren't doing this, there'd be a lot of critique about how the White House doesn't want an actual bipartisan deal. But the thing I want to say is that I do think it's important to note how itchy Democrats are going to be about this timeline slipping and that they don't want to waste an opportunity to do another massive bill because, you know, they're waiting for Republicans to get in line, which I think most Democrats don't believe that they are ever going to get on board with the type of package that they want to pass. If we all remember, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, her unofficial deadline to get a bill through the House was between now and the July 4th recess. That is a very compressed timeline. Yeah, just one more thought on this, Anna, then we can move on. Um, And I just want to build on one thing you said, which is, you know, uh, I think Democrats have real, and we've talked about this before, real PTSD from 2010 for waiting, from waiting for Republicans to get to the table on um, the rescue package back then. They waited and waited. They didn't get Republican support. And and by the way, there's like good reason here to believe that they're not going to get Republican support this time around. The answer the question has to be is what are you going to get 10 Republican votes for? Like, that's the only operative question. And I just don't see that much that's that's possible. 
Let's move on to the number two story of the day for us. No Labels, the bipartisan policy group here in Washington, D.C., has hired disgraced journalist Mark Halperin, um, whose career basically collapsed in a very ugly sexual harassment scandal in 2017 to do some consulting work for the organization. Uh, They confirmed to us in a statement late Monday night, this is going to make waves here in Washington because Halperin has tried uh, fitfully and, and in different iterations to try to regain his kind of mantle and his uh, ability to be a prominent journalist. And it hasn't really worked out for him uh, so far, Jake. No, it's not. Uh, Halpern probably was the um, the predominant journalist of the 2000s and and wrote Game Change, which was a, a massive success with John Heilman, had contracts with uh, NBC and Showtime and uh, once hosted a Bloomberg show has done some work as a newsletter and has done some work for uh, Newsmax, the conservative news network run by um, a Trump ally over the last couple of years. Uh, to be sure, no labels does not do any journalism. Um, but And we don't know exactly what he's going to be doing for no labels, which described his work as being uh, a, a short-term consulting project. But this is sure to um, uh, get a lot of attention in the next couple of days. All right, let's move on to the number three story of the day. Representative Maxine Waters, the Democrat from California, her statements while attending a rally in Minneapolis over the weekend, making a lot of headlines where she urged protesters to be more confrontational in the wake of the Derek Chauvin murder trial. Uh, you've, we, we've been talking about this, what Republicans are looking to do and to potentially censure her. Uh, it appears, you know, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy taking up that rallying cry. Where do things stand? Yeah. So I think uh, just three or two Republicans would be Democrats would be needed to censure Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters would be the fourth, I believe, uh, lawmaker censured in the last 40 years. Uh, so it's very rare. Uh, Nancy Pelosi said that Waters does not need to apologize. Waters, of course, said in Minneapolis that protesters should be more confrontational in the wake of the Derek Chauvin um, trial. You know, listen, I I don't know. how. This is one of the things I just don't know how it's going to turn out. I don't know if Democrats are going to vote to to censure her. I don't know. I don't have a good sense of how angry Democrats truly are. Republicans, of course, are going to vote to censure her. There's no question about that. Um, and this will be one of these moments where we see how tight, truly how tight the um, the uh, uh, the majority is for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, remember, the, the other censures in the House have been Charlie Rangel for not paying taxes and two two uh, lawmakers for improper relationships with pages. So, I mean, this is this is a very rare, I would say, moment um, to get. You know, it's a very rare move uh, uh, to be to have a, a censure in the House of Representatives. So, you know, uh, this is this is the House. This is Congress these days. Right, Anna? I mean, this is it's, it's a war zone. Yeah. And just to just to close this out, I, I do want to want to put in there uh, when asked about the controversy Monday night, Waters first refused to comment. And then she told us my actual words don't matter. She repeated this assertion to other reporters later as well. So something that uh, we're going to be watching very closely. And with that, Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.